This is Alex Hightower and Lainey Mays. And this is Do You Even Podcast, a podcast about everything you didn't know you wanted to know about podcasts. everyone. It's Lainey and I'm joined with my co-host Alex and today we are bringing our exciting interview. We have the producer for the Slowdown podcast and um, before I get into what the show is about, if you don't know, I would like to say hi to Micah Kilbon. Hey there. Hi. Thank you so much for being here with us. We're super excited to hear all about the Slowdown and and anything you you, want to say about it. There's nothing I could be like more excited to talk about lately. <laughs> um, so I have been a fan of the slowdown, I think, since it began. I it's a daily podcast that comes out with a, a poem. And uh it's gone through a few different generations, a couple different generations, but when it started, I knew immediately I had to listen. And I think I've been a fan from the start. So this is really exciting for me. Um, but and I know Alex is a fan as well, but I I want to tell you a little bit about The Slowdown, if you don't already know. So Slowdown is hosted by Ada Limon. It delivers a different way to see the world through poetry. And just one turn of phrase, poetry can anchor us or shift a moment, a day, or even a whole life. You can listen to a poem and a moment of reflection in one short episode every weekday from The Slowdown. It launched November 26, 2018. That's when it was coming into my feed. And there's now over 600 episodes. Uh, They're very short, you know, five minutes or so. And it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other major platforms. Listeners can subscribe to the show's newsletter, which I will talk about in a little bit. It's very cool. Um, It's produced by American Public Media, the largest station-based public radio organization in the U.S., combining multi-regional station operations, national content creation and distribution, and with support from the Poetry Foundation. Um, They're the publisher of Poetry Magazine, and it's an independent literary organization committed to a vigorous presence for poetry in American culture. You can find The Slowdown at slowdownshow.org and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at slowdownshow. So into our introduction. So like I said, we're joined by producer Micah Kilbon. Um, you're the producer of APM Studios, The Slowdown. You previously produced Blind Landing, an independent podcast on the world of elite sports, and was a promotional voice on KPCC in Los Angeles. She's a poet and pursuing an MA in biography and memoir at the CUNY Graduate Center. Hi. Well, hello. <laughs> that is quite the uh, impressive resume. And it's a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's wonderful. And just quickly, I wanted to run down it because you, you're the producer, but we also wanted to give a, a little nod to the host, Ada Limon, um, the author of six books of poetry, including The Carrying, which won the National Book Critics Circle Award for Poetry. And her work has been supported most recently by a Guggenheim Fellowship. Her new book of poems, The Hurting Kind, will be released by Milkweed Editions in the May of 2022. Um, but today we're talking to Micah, and we can't wait to dive into the slowdown because I'm very curious about a lot of the background. I want to know what the process is, and I would love to know how you came to the show. Like, Can you give us an overview and what drew you to it? Yeah, so I share your being interested in the background because I've been a listener to the show since it started. 
but I've only been the producer since like this February. It's very new. Um, and it's been so exciting, like learning how the back end of it works because it's a daily and it's like, how does that possibly happen? And I'm like, now I know. Yeah. And how I came to this show, I have a background in book arts and like letterpress. And I used to work in an archive and a library. Um, and I came to poetry through like making books of poetry. And when I started at KPCC, which is also part of American public media, I was like, what podcasts are offered by this organization I work for? And I found the slowdown and started listening to it. And it really like spoke to me and my background. And I just reached out to the producer at the time of the show, uh, Jennifer Lai, who produced it since it started. And I recently took over for her. She's amazing. Um, I reached out to her just to say like, hey, I like your show. Like, I think it's great. Not seeking a job or anything. Like at that time, I wasn't even like making any content. I wasn't like, I wasn't a producer at the time. I just was like, I like this. And years later, when there was a job opening at the show, she reached out to me and sent me the listing. So in the meantime, I had like learned how to produce podcasts, but at the time I didn't know how. I love that. That is so cool that that's kind of an organic way you came about it, especially like starting off as a fan and then being able to be like, oh, no, I can actually be a part of it. And we didn't talk about this before, so you wouldn't know this, but Alex and I's day jobs are books. We work for a book publisher and oh I work God, in yeah. library marketing. So I library, when he said that in my head, it just like, ding, yay, my people. Yeah. I had like a life transition where I was like, I'm not going to library school, but something about that urge to go to library school speaks to like being very organized with which this show like really requires right yeah that's really cool all the way back from like making the books that actual craft and then here you are now with poetry <laughs> you guys are in the middle book part that I never yes. have touched which is like I'm like fine press and like handmade books and then like poetry entirely in the ephemeral audio version but like the middle commercial press part I have no idea what goes on in there well we've got it all here <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually we have, I do our podcast at work um, for librarians and we had a meeting where um, a past publisher at Echo, um, a small uh, a part of our imprint at HarperCollins, mm -hmm. uh, did a talk about poetry and we got the recording and put it on the podcast. And last night I was like, you have to hear it. It's so good. So I just, I love where those worlds are meeting poetry and publishing and, and podcasts were just, yeah. It's a big love fest let me tell you. to like work in the intersection. Like I'm loving, I love emailing poets. It's really fun. I love it. So um, in a statement prior to season three, when the new host Ada joined, um, she said, and I quote, as I continue Tracy K. Smith's brilliant work on the slowdown, I want to focus on how useful poetry can be in our daily lives. Poetry is one of the few art forms that has breath built right into it. It literally wants us to breathe, to pause for a moment and pay attention to what matters. Whether it's a tree that we are asked to notice, a moment in time or a lyrical wonder, it only wants us to listen, to slow down, to notice the mystery and awe of this human life. Perhaps more than ever before, these uncertain times require the humanity that poetry offers. It's a beautiful, fabulous quote, could not agree more. Um, as Lainey mentioned, the slowdown was started with the former poet laureate Tracy K. Smith. And now that Ada is at the helm, can you tell us about this mission and how like you think it's evolved? I would say we're definitely holding true to it. And that's, I mean, even in the episodes that we recorded like yesterday, like we're talking about things that are tough and like 
you know, quote, uncertain times. And at this point, you know, we're talking like, oh my God, all we ever talk about is how uncertain the times are. And like, we keep finding new ways and like new poems to bring us to that. So I would say like, we're holding true to it. I'm really excited, like as the show just continues to evolve, um, definitely like me coming on as a new producer, like I'm going to bring a new perspective and like hoping to do new things or have new ideas with the show. So I would say like, that's a way that it, it is going to inherently evolve just with like fresh eyes on it, fresh ears. Um, and like, I think there's a way that like I came to a similar concept of the show slowdown that I had a professor and she was a poetry and book arts professor. And she talked about this idea. We would read a poem at the beginning of each class. And before she read the poem, she would say like, this is how we're dropping in. And she would, this was in Southern California. So she would say like, imagine a kid on a skateboard on the edge of a bowl who's like about to go into it. And you're about to like have kind of a transformative experience where like you stop becoming a person who walks and like you become a person who skateboards. And I think like poetry can do that for us too, where it helps us like transform and see ourselves differently and like see other people differently. That was beautiful. (laughs) And I think it's true. I mean, what you also said about how like we're always just finding these new ways to come to it. Like it's weird because it almost feels like we're constantly in uncertain times and you're right. That keeps evolving, but it is really helpful to have poetry to ground us, but then also transform us. Like it's almost like this interesting (laughs) contradiction. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I love that you were saying, you know, it just, it's a way for you to see the world around you. And I, I'm glad we could represent Ada's like words here, but I'm glad that you brought it back to that because I think of this one poem that came in and I brought up the newsletter to read it as I was hearing it. And it was the one, oh, I have a screenshot because it was like, it stuck with me and we'll definitely link to it. Um, it was the the wrong question more than once. I don't know if you, mm, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. But I love that at the beginning, cause there's a reflection. And so she said in today's urgent poem, we see the speaker wonder what it might take to value the safety of all children. Let me tell you, it's not banning books. And then the poem goes into it. And that just like so little words affected my whole day. And like all I could think about was that. And so I, I love that that's the mission and it really doesn't take, I mean, poetry in general, I think is very to the quick of like what you need to like impactful and short, but like, I love that this podcast is like five minutes, but it can change your whole day and your life. I think people have the idea that like you need to create space for poetry and like only once you do all of the practical things in your day, you can have poetry. But I feel like this show proves that wrong. And it's like you make just five minutes for poetry and then like you've affected every practical thing you do that day. Yeah, definitely. So it's a little bit of a leading question, but is this show only for poetry fans? I mean, I think you've already led to the fact that the answer is definitely no. Um, I think this show, like when I started listening to it, it brought me back to poetry, which is really exciting. Um, But for, it was something that I was like, I love this. And then I like went off and did something else. Like I went off and was doing radio and doing other stuff. But I mean, this show is like, it has such a specific tone to it that is so hard to find in podcasts. So if you're really interested like if you're very invested in the audio space and this show has something for people who are like audio people who are not poetry fans it's kind of like a palate cleanser I think it's also a great intro for people who are new to poetry 
Yeah. And you have the, I'm skipping around a bit, but you have the not sure where to begin article on the website. Mm -hmm. So people can kind of jump in and there are tips there or even playlist of like how to dive in. Do you have any advice for people who are are new to, to the slowdown or poetry in general? And do you have like an episode you, you would tell them to go to first? I mean, I feel like my biggest tip for people who are new to poetry, and this is something that I say with people are like, oh, I don't really know how to read it. I'm like, read it out loud, like bring your voice to it because that's what like poetry was invented for. Poetry was invented like to be spoken. And if you don't want to read it out loud, like find someone else reading it, like listen to the slowdown or you can, but like, what's even better is like going to a reading and like gathering with other people. I think poetry can be really hard in isolation and like even though listening to this show is kind of solitary for a lot of people it doesn't feel that way and that's like that is the thing for new poetry people I was reading this book by I think by Stephanie Burt and she said she was like poetry is like music like if you don't like jazz like go listen to classical like if you don't like jazz go listen to pop like if you don't like one poem like go find a different poem like there's going to be a poem out there that you like. And just because you were like, I don't like Robert Frost, like you'll find someone. True words have never been spoken. <laughs> um, and just even thinking about, you know, my friends who are really into poetry, I have a friend who is a poet and um, something she's learned that she's constantly told me is that there is poetry out there for everyone. There's so many styles. It's cool to see the way it's evolving, especially through the show. I think you guys showcase so many different types. Um, and so there is something for everyone. So don't discount it. Um, and we talked a little bit about like the audio form, but you guys also send a newsletter out to inboxes. Um, so that's a cool way to like see the poem as it's read to you, especially, you know, if you're listening every morning or checking your email. So what's kind of the thought behind this initiative and sending it out to folks? Definitely. Like I know I'm the kind of person where like my inbox has so many newsletters in it. So part of it is just like, here's the newsletter, but Poetry is so important on like how it's written. And I, that's like so special. I spent a lot of time today, like properly justifying a poem for the newsletter because the poet made that choice. Like there's an intentional choice to it, to have it justified in text. And like, that's special to them. And I, we want to honor that for the poets. Also, like I have friends who subscribe to the newsletter and don't listen to the show and like I have a lot of people in my life who are like not audio people and I'm not going to knock it but there's a level of I think curation that this show brings that even to people who aren't going to listen to it they can get a part of something that's bigger than just the audio version yeah that, that's a good point and like you were saying like it's really important sometimes to hear poems spoken aloud so it can be kind of a a supplement to that. Um, so the show is daily, um, each weekday. How do you decide the poems? Like, what is the, is it what's topical or do you plan in advance? And like, what's, I guess, a usual process of getting an episode out? I mean, it's a really like organic process. There's, because there's so much motion, it kind of has this like ebb and flow. Ada is the one like selecting the poems. Um, I, and the previous producer, Jennifer, like we were selecting poems and suggesting poems and saying like, hey, I don't know if you like these, but like Ada does have the final say and she is bringing poems to the table. And I mean, the biggest thing is just like reading a lot. It's really amazing that it's a daily because it's like we can feature five poems a week. Like that's so many. Um, 
and we mix it up between like topical and evergreen kind of stories so we have like you know big spreadsheets of poems and it's like oh like this one like some of them are relevant and some of them aren't and like you're like is this episode ready and you like move them all into place it's this big puzzle of saying and sometimes we'll record an episode that's more topical and I'll say like kind of try to like get this one up sooner um we record in batches and we have like a pretty steady recording schedule so we're always preparing poems and we're always preparing scripts and then once we record and then once you know we mix the episodes and everything then it's like weekly we're saying like what's ready and if something is topical we try to move it up because we really want to serve the listeners and if a poem is about the pandemic or if the poem is about the war in Ukraine like we want to make sure that like we're bringing a reflection that's like relevant to the moment yeah so speaking even thinking about you know, recording processes, but then also we were talking about the importance of hearing these poems. Um, Ada's voice and Tracy's before also was very calming, um, but I also really did appreciate, you know, their short reflections that they do before they read the poem too. And I'm curious about like that process, like when they're like recording and reading, like does she kind of go over a few times? Like what is, what is that like from, from your angle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten it to like a really streamlined place. Definitely like those scripts are all like from Ada. Like she is fully writing all of the scripts. Me and our executive producer do like light edits on them. And then Ada has a degree in, in theater. Ada is like an amazing yeah. performer. Um, we're, I'll, I'm listening, like we're in a session together and she's recording, but it's pretty light on repeats. We're mostly trying to catch like off words, weird sounds. We've had a lot of problems lately with this bird. Um, because we record at <laughs> home so it was this bird that's very excited about spring and so it'll be like okay we need to take that one back because there is a bird um but it's a really really organic process that too is of the sessions and you know the biggest part of it about taking it back is making sure that every single word is right because it's a show that is just like so critical on language that like every word counts it's surely art it must be really cool to kind of like bear witness to that too. I love personally hearing poetry and going to reading. So to have that like intimate experience is really cool. I'm very jealous. Yeah, it, is, <laughs> it is such a blessing just to be able to be like witnessing that on the, just on the regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have anything exciting coming up for the show? And will the podcast always be evolving with different hosts because this is now this because Tracy K. Smith started and now it's mm -hmm. Ada Limon. So um, yeah, what can you tell us about the, the future? <laughs> we do have a collaboration coming up uh, for Poetry Month, which is also Earth Month. And we're collaborating with As She Rises, which is produced by Wonder Media Network. And that's a show that uses poetry to talk about climate change, which is like very cool. They're a really fantastic show. And we're going to be featuring the same poets that they're working with for their second season. So be, you will be able to hear the same poet on two different shows with kind of two different angles, two different hosts connecting to them. Um, so that one we're really excited about. Uh, in terms of with the hosts, like Ada is eventually at least need, going to need to go on vacation. And that's what we did before with Tracy was when Tracy had to go on vacation, we were able to bring on guest hosts, which is really exciting because they're going to have different poems that they're excited about and different like perspectives on them too. So I'm definitely excited for working with guest hosts and having 
new perspectives. So you mentioned that fantastic collaboration, which we're excited to link to. We cannot wait. Um, but I'm curious if you could let me know of any other podcasts that you admire um, in the poetry space, or maybe even things you would like to see in the podcast poetry world. Well, I definitely like really love Versus from the Poetry Foundation. Um, they just wrapped up with the two hosts from the club, from like the nexus of it. Uh, Franny Choi and Dennis Smith, like both of whom are poets that we featured on the slowdown, like amazing poets. It I'm a huge such... Dennis Smith fan. I just had to get in there. <laughs> oh my God. Have you listened to verses? No, I have not. So I'm oh, very excited. You have to listen. It is like so <laughs> funny. It is the funniest show I have listened to. Um, there is just like bonkers stuff happens in that. And it's because it's kind of like, like Sam Sanders style. Like they play games with like famous poets and get them to be very silly and they in the same episode you will like laugh and cry and it's amazing and they're finding new hosts and I'm so excited to see like what comes next for that show I also I love where like poetry sneaks into other radio like obviously I love like morning edition just like whenever I'm like oh my god a poem I'm like listening to the news and I get a poem thank you um wherever like we can be like more creative in other spaces like I want I want like the broiest dude podcast to just be like well, we're gonna have some poetry right now like I want everyone to be doing it like this isn't poetry but I really loved on marketplace when like like Kai Rizal has this like he interviews the rapper Dessa a lot and Dessa wrote this song about Janet Yellen that I think is like the funniest thing ever not poetry but close and it is like so amazing like I just want more of that everywhere I love that that's great yeah I see we were talking before about like it no matter who you ask about podcasts someone's always going to say something that you don't know like that's how many of them there are and I had not heard about verses and now I'm very excited so there we go well, I think that's all the questions. I mean, there's probably a million other questions, but that's all the questions we have today. I find it so fascinating to hear kind of the behind the scenes, especially when a podcast is is really produced in a way that is succinct. So I find it so interesting to hear the behind the scenes. So thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. And for everyone out there, add to your podcast queue the slowdown. Um, you can find it on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at slowdown show or on their website, slowdownshow.org or anywhere you get podcasts. So enjoy and welcome to the, the world of poetry in your ears. <laughs>